You've probably been in a situation where you want to do something or say something or even post something online, yet the question of what would people think stops you. This definitely happens to me quite a bit. And I think we are afraid that people would judge us. They would laugh at us. This is the question that worried me for the longest time. I think it still does to some extent. People-pleasing is biologically engraved in all of us. But today I want to tell you how the recent visit to my hometown has changed my perspective on the question of what would people think. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. I traveled to my hometown a few weeks ago. I left my hometown back in 2009, almost 12 years ago. Since it's so far away from Canada, I don't get to visit it often. So I come there every two or three years. I meet with the same group of people. My parents, my relatives, my old friends, my parents' friends and their families. I don't make new friends while I'm there because I'm usually there just for a week or two. I just see the same group of people every time I visit. Since I only visit my hometown every two or three years, every visit I tell a different story about myself, my life and what I'm going through at the moment. For example, my first visit was all about my experience studying at a Canadian university, all the ups and downs of the freshman year as an international student. During my next visit, I talked about the internship I was doing and early career ambitions, dreams, and plans. Two or three years after when I came to visit, I shared my experience with the first few jobs out of university. During my next visit, I was doing my master's and I just got married. And this time around, there was a brand new set of stories I was telling to these people. And something became very clear to me. Every time I visit my hometown, I see the same group of people. I tell different stories and different facts about me and my life, but the reactions I get from these people are pretty much the same, despite the facts of my life being so different. And it's been pretty much the same every time I visit. And this is what I mean. People who are used to doubting everyone's achievements and successes, they will most likely doubt my achievements, no matter what I share. People who are skeptical will find something to be skeptical about in every story I tell. People who are anxious find something to be anxious about, even if I share positive news. And of course, I'm lucky enough to have people in my hometown who are very supportive and proud of my achievements. And they are always proud, no matter how small or big my success is. This was such a revelation for me. Subconsciously, I thought that people look at every situation objectively. 
If they encounter something new or different, they analyze the situation and their reaction is the result of this deep analysis. I thought if people were skeptical about what I was doing, it was because they thought deeply about my situation and this deep analysis showed them what I was doing was not right. And the same was true for every other reaction I would get from people, positive or negative. I had this unconscious belief that people's reaction to whatever I was doing was based on some rational and objective thought work. Now that I share it out loud, I realize how silly it is. No one is doing this type of deep analysis when reacting to everyday situations. We often fail to do this analysis in our professional life where we are paid to do this. We are subjected to all sorts of biases. If we are not even doing this analysis perfectly in our professional life, we are definitely not doing it in our personal day-to-day life. I saw that people react the same way to my stories in 2021 as they reacted in 2019 and in 2016 and in 2013. Stories are different, but the reactions are the same. The reaction is different between people, but every person seems to have a default reaction to new information. And here is my main insight. I realized that people would think what they've always thought. And it has very little to do with me and the details of my story, my actions, my ideas. In many cases, the substance of what I share is irrelevant to how people react to it. People are used to reacting to new stimuli in a specific way. You might have the best idea or you can do the most incredible thing, but anxious people will find what to be anxious about. Skeptical people will find some potential faults in your plan, and people who see opportunities in every situation will support you and see a bunch of uncovered opportunities in your plan. And these reactions have very little to do with you and your work. I remember someone saying, if they don't like your work, it doesn't matter. If they praise your work, it doesn't matter. The first part of the saying felt good, and it was easy to agree with. But I didn't understand the second part. I always thought that if people are praising your work, it means you are doing something right. But I've learned to realize that if people are praising your work, it has more to say about them than about you. It doesn't mean you have to stop showing up or lower the standards for your work. Not at all. I just know for a fact that many of us don't do incredible things solely because we ask ourselves, what would people think? This question stops us. It paralyzes us. And I want to offer you the answer to this question I've recently discovered. My personal answer to this question is, they would think what they've always thought. People learn a very narrow range of reactions to the outside world. It might be affected by how they were raised or some traumatic experiences in the past. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we all have a default set of reactions to the new information. 
It's different for everyone, but I think we all have it. Imagine there is someone who's made an incredible piece of art, something that moves you emotionally. Maybe it's a movie, maybe it's a painting. And this person is very sensitive and she experiences the world in so many colors. She's very emotional. She can cry one minute and laugh another. And let's say she created this piece of work put it out there and now she's watching at how people react to it. And she expects people to show the same depth of emotions that she might be experiencing when she goes to an art gallery. She is the type of person who can cry when looking at a good piece of art. And she expects other people to cry when they look at hers. And if this doesn't happen, she takes it as a personal failure. She thinks her work is not good enough. But the fact that people didn't cry when looking at her art doesn't say anything about her. It says everything about them. Some people grew up in countries where it's culturally unacceptable to be displaying these emotions in public. But it doesn't mean they didn't like it. Another example, some people are just very conservative in life. And it doesn't matter how good her art is, they will dismiss it because they dismiss everything that is less than 100 years old. And it's impossible to convince these people otherwise. There might be people who are just kind of indifferent about all this art things. They just don't care for visual art in general. So let's look at the person who created this amazing piece of art. The reaction she got from people didn't match her expectations. Does it mean her painting was bad? Does it mean she should stop painting? I don't think so. The reactions I describe have a lot to do with the people and very little to do with her work. I personally found it very liberating to realize that people react in a certain way in most cases. Not all the time, but in most cases. It's not in my power to change someone's default reaction from being skeptical all the time about pretty much everything to being ecstatic or super enthused about my idea. And it's not because my ideas are bad, it's because the reaction of enthusiasm is very far from the default reaction of skepticism. And what I have concluded from my recent trip to my hometown is this. We should do what we want to do. We should create, produce, write, film, paint, whatever the heck we want to the best of our abilities. And without a doubt, we'll get a range of emotions as a reaction to our work. Some people will hate it, some people will be skeptical about it, some will dismiss it altogether, some people will be intrigued, some people will love it, and some people will want to share it. And their reactions will tell us more about them than about us. It will most likely reveal their default reaction to the outside world in general. We just happen to be a part of the outside world they need to react to that day. So let's stop taking things so personally. Let's do our work as good as we possibly can that day. Let's learn from our practice. Let's get better at whatever we are doing and enjoy the process. People will think what they've always thought. It shouldn't impact what we do or don't do. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.